This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio. At ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. What's up? Game day. I like to say that. Game day in Lexington, Kentucky. My favorite SEC town. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. If you can't have fun in Lexington, Kentucky, just go ahead and call it. There's... Uh, and it's... It's a small city. Or town. Or a big town. However you want to look at it. But uh, it's so walkable. It's beautiful. So I've walked all around, you know, when I guess when you get older, you get bored in the hotel room, you get out on the street <laughs> at 7 a.m. and walk, 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 walk. Uh, go to Justin's Bourbon House, too. Ooh. Yeah, that's where I had the 13-year Russell's Reserve. Oh, Excellent. Nice. And I then, also had it over at Bourbonham a couple a, of weeks ago. I was about to say. I mean, you've been on a little bourbon run here recently. You're really itching to go back. You're mentioning Lexington a good I, bit. I, well, I get... When Ole Miss or Mississippi State play there, I get the bug, you know? And I should be there. And I should have just hopped on a plane today. That's a good point. You should have done that for the Super Bowl, too, by the way. Yeah, I probably should. Or at least earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Look, the Super... Hold on. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Kessler Prime. Speaking of good food and drinks. Um, steaks. The rack of lamb is uh, amazing. And great drinks. Call for a Patron Paloma and uh, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. And again, the rack of lamb is is really, 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 really good. Um, Those jumbo fried shrimp can't go wrong either. KesslerPrime.com. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Are we going to have Lincoln Kennedy at 830? Yeah, Lincoln Kennedy. Uh, NFL, I mean, he was played in the league for a good bit. He played in the Super Bowl. He also knew Carl Weathers and John Madden. Yeah. Good storyteller, too. Yeah, he is. And he's the uh, color analyst for the Las Vegas Raiders. 
So Lincoln Kennedy will join us at 8.30, and then we'll have MSU superfan Brooks Bryant um, at 9.30. No telling where this interview will go. <laughs> um, but he's funny. He's a fan favorite. He loves his Mississippi State Bulldogs. And he's connected to the Mississippi State University Golf Course, which has the best Hail State gear out there. It is awesome. It's where um, we buy our stuff, and I don't know how much stuff I've gotten from my son there, but uh, and some clients. But yeah, the MSU Golf Course, lo- their merch shop is amazing. It's also online. You'll love it. Order. Tim and Nate will take care of you. But Brooks Bryant, MSU super fan from Georgia. PGM major, lied his way into the PGM program, and um, was an eight handicap. Now he's a scratch golfer. That's a good, not bad. That's improvement. Yeah, that's huge improvement. Okay, and he did an internship out at like Big Sky Montana, some kind of ritzy, cool resort and golf course. Tom Brady, Jim Nance, blah, blah, some, some, some. Uh, who did he tell us he met? Justin Timberlake, and so it's a pretty, pretty swanky place. He's gone down, out there twice on two internships. You know what I was thinking about? You tell I, me. When I was at the Ole Miss game, I was wondering because I saw Brooks. He did this challenge on Twitter, maybe on other stuff, but on Twitter, one hot dog for every inning at a Mississippi State baseball game. So yeah, each inning, he that's would, why we had him on a couple of years ago. Yeah, I want to know what's the equivalent. We'll have to ask him. What's the equivalent for a basketball game? You know, is it every time your team gets a foul? Well, no. You couldn't <laughs> then, do, uh, that's 14 hot dogs. No. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, what do we have? Bama, Auburn the other night, 86 free throws. Or come, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on. Absolutely insane. Um, uh, So basketball would have to be... Uh, I'm thinking three per half. How about every TV timeout? Because it's what, 16, 12, 4, 8, and 4. But, 8 but, and 4? But they'll also take others. Oh, if team the coach, timeout, yeah. You know. See, mm. that's why there's too many timeouts in hoops. So, I mean, you've already got the 16, 12, 8, and 4, and then you give both coaches five. It doesn't make any sense. You know, give the two coaches two timeouts apiece and let's go. I want some flow in the game. It's not a bad idea. I know it's not. And you can either figure it out or you, somebody will. Okay, yeah, there will right. be coaches that can and coaches that can't. But 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 16, 12, 8, and 4 and and two timeouts apiece is more than enough. Let's let's play more possessions, you know, at a time. All right. Um again, Kentucky coming off a quick turnaround. And they're an eight and a half point favorite, but maybe if there was ever a time they can't I've said this before, they can't guard a fire hydrant. <laughs> It's unbelievable. We mentioned it six weeks ago how bad they were in in on the defensive end. Bartu comes on. He's like their defensive scoring efficiency is terrible. Now, can they score? Yes. Do they have talent? Am I breathing? They're the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, Dillingham is a dude. Um, Shepard, we all know about that family. Um, he can ball. Uh, what's the guy's name? Antonio Reeves. And he is their leading scorer by a whisker. Mm-hmm. So, and they've got some other guys. You know, I thought Cal was going to have a better team because they can actually shoot. And Cal's had teams that looked great, but could not throw it in the ocean. Y'all remember 
I mean, he's had he's had at least four teams, if not five teams, that man. You look at them, and they're all McDonald's All Americans or high four stars, and every. And then you look at them, they're like they can't they can't hit anything. It's like Mississippi State. You know, they can't hit threes. They can't hit free throws. They can't even dribble drive and pull up from from fifteen feet from the mm-hmm. elbow. They can't do it. Um, this team can score. I mean, Reeves almost twenty points a game. Dillingham, who's a freshman, by the way, 15 points, a a freshman. I mean, Josh Hubbard's averaging, what, over 13 as a true freshman? Crazy. Uh, Reed Shepard, over 12 points a game. And then Mitchell, over 12 points a game. And Wagner, over 11 points a game. So they got that many dudes in in college basketball. NBA, that's almost every team. Mm -hmm. In college basketball, and they're... They're hanging on by a thread to be ranked in the top 25. And in the net rankings, they're 25th. Ugh. They're 16 and 7. They've lost three in a row at home for the first time since I think Truman was president. And I'm being serious. Jeez. <laughs> How crazy is that? What kind of stat is that? <laughs> like, our teams are so used to losing at home. You know, like, because we're not... Invincible, we don't think we should be. Well, I, I will say this. Since the 90s, especially for Mississippi State, but some for Ole Miss, but definitely the 2000s with, with AK. And then I know Mississippi State decided not to play basketball for several years under Rick Ray, but then Hallen <laughs> came back and went on a hell of a run. Um, you've won a lot of games at home, too, in mm-hmm. Starville and Oxford. Yeah. And the expectations are that you went at home, which is good. Because like I mentioned to you in the 70s and 80s, for the most part, Mississippi State had a, about four teams that were good. Ole Miss had the... The 181 run that was a weekend. But for the most part, it was terrible hoops. Um, Richard Williams totally changed, rebooted, disrupted, changed the uh, trajectory of Mississippi State. Uh, I'm sorry, of the state of Mississippi hoops. Everybody went out of state when I was a kid. And I told you, I grew up as a college hoops junkie. And yeah. I'd write these guys. But all of them would go out of state. Ward went to Michigan. Chris Jackson went to LSU. Othello went to Georgetown. You know, Mo went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody from Murrah would ever go to Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Laterrell Green went to Georgia. Monte um, Ellis? Well, Monte signed with Mississippi State, so I'm not... Okay. He, Stansberry did what he was supposed to do. Uh, Monte just went straight to the NBA. And it worked out. Yeah, yeah, he you did know, all right. But, but he was a second-round pick, Jason. People forget that. He was not a top 15, top 20 pick in the first round even though the young man played like an absolute baller. Um, um, I can't think of his name. Skinny kid out of uh, Starville. Went to the Portland Trail Blazers. Anyway, that's another one. All right, the Out of Bounds show is brought to you by Stella Artois. And we'll be back in a second. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, good morning. Man, we've had uh, some fun topics today. We talked about Ole Miss football, and will this be the most talented team that they've ever put on the field? Will it trump 15? Oh, I just said the word Trump. Watch out, Trump. (laughs) Trump, Trump. (laughs) Um, I've got Trump mania. Uh, Anyway, let's see. 14 or 15, but I mean, you you lean 15 because of Chad Kelly. And those, that, that rock star group of uh, class mm-hmm. of Kim Dietschy, Tunzel, Connor, Treadwell, Ingram were all a year older. Um, so will they field more talent than the 2015 football team? I think it's a great question. Before you just say yes, I'd probably look at the roster for a second. Um, you had three first-round picks, Kim Dietschy, Treadwell, and Tunzel. Tunzel goes number one or two, if not for the gas mask and all that stuff. Um, Chad Kelly probably plays in the NFL, if not for his um, craziness off the field. That's a good way to put it. Uh, Connor plays in the NFL for a long time, if not for his knee injury. That one's still a head-scratcher to me. Because most players come back from those injuries. I mean, mm-hmm. I, ACL, MCLs, whatever. I, I mean, we've got, we've got people coming back from popping Achilles and, and playing at a high level in, in pro football and NBA and, and other sports. That, that was a head-scratcher to me. I thought he was a great player. Fun to watch. Um, Mike Hilton, Attaboy Show, Core. These are all guys that, that played in the NFL. Again, don't sleep on Evan Ingram. Uh, CJ and AJ Moore, twins from Bassville, Mississippi. Yeah. Both played in the NFL. Um, I mean, you, then there's some names that you forget that were great players. Like, well, tri- let's say great for Laramie Tunsil. Okay. Good. I know you're an Ole Miss fan. Good and you're players. Very, I can tell you're moving <laughs> around. Right, right. And I know that every player that y'all sign is great, but let's, let's use great for AJ Brown, Tunzel, Eli Manning. Go ahead. But I'm talking about players like Trey Elston or Kendarius Webster. He, you know, he, those were really good players. Yeah. Elston was a dang maniac. Breland Speaks was on that team. 
He went on to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. He was just, he wasn't the dude at that time on the team because of Kimdichi and others. Yeah, and then Channing Ward was on that team, and I remember Channing Ward from when he was back around Jackson. He was at Kiefer's, and my buddy Stead, he didn't know who he was, and I was like, hey, Channing, do you mind if I get a picture with you? He's like, yeah, sure. He puts his arm around Stedman. I look like I'm just a friend hanging out. Stead has no idea who he is, and we're just sitting there chopping it up with an NFL defensive player, Channing Ward. I don't know if you remember him. I remember Channing Ward. He yeah. was the number one or two player in the state. It was he and Quay Evans. Yeah. It took Channing a long time to figure it out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Quay, it was you know kind of a, a, a sad story there. Um, both very, very talented. Um, but Channing, ba- Channing hung in there and bounced around and ended up being a nice player. Uh, I think Quay could have been a first-round pick, first-round talent um, out of Morton. Mm. And Channing was out of what? Ackerman? Does that sound right? Ackerman, Kosciuszko area. Hey, we are the Out of Bounds Show. We're brought to you by Mississippi Smart Homes. MSSmartHomes.com. I've got the Sonos surround system in my living room kitchen. It's awesome. I've got it in my man room. Great place. It's great for movies, music, sports. Call Jake Manning today. MSSmartHomes.com. He'll come out, give you a quote, and you can control everything from your phone, and you'll have a smart home. Uh, Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. I knew it was an A. Yeah, and he was drafted by the St. Louis Battlehawks in 2020 after like a short stint in the NFL, you know, started at the Bucks and kind of bounced around a little bit. Um, But I I did want to know, Jackson Dart's already better than Chad Kelly, would you say? Right? I don't know about that. Uh, I just wonder where you where you compare the quarterback play from 2015 I don't to where Dart is I now. I would say that. I think they're both very, very talented. If you had to give the I, edge I don't to know somebody. Um, Kelly. Really? Yeah. Why so? Uh, because of his arm and his mobility. I I mean he had, I think Kelly might have had better vision than than Dart, like better downfield. I don't play know about that. Vision. I mean they're they're both playing under extraordinary offensive minds. Okay, mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin can dial it up and find mismatches on the football field. So, um, I think it's you know look Dart's still playing out his college career we'll see right right. I mean I may have a different by October 15th six weeks into the season next year because he'll be older mm-hmm. and more reps and going through another off season uh you may ask me the same question and I may say Jackson Dart but as far as man I don't know talent and athleticism head to toe it was unfortunate that Chad Kelly tore his ACL in 16 yeah um you know, and it was unfortunate. They they had Florida State and Bama beat early in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat Georgia's. They beat the brakes off of Georgia. <laughs> yeah. I know it was Kirby's first year, but it's not. Kirby did not walk into a rebuild like Jeff Levy's walking into. Right. Okay. Uh, or Hugh Freeze walked into at Ole Miss or Dan Mullen at Mississippi State, you know, um, or John Cohen in baseball. Um, Kirby Smart didn't walk into a rebuild and Freeze beating by like, 35. Mm-hmm. So they were good. They just couldn't quite get it together. The talent was still 
pretty crazy, even in 16. Um, but back to Kelly or Dart, it probably just depends on what you want. But also, we just saw Dart play. Right. Yeah, there's recency bias. Uh, you think? No doubt. That's in everything. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think it's interesting because they're not completely different players. You know, like they have some similar tendencies when, you know, the tuck and run or the immediate, they, they both have, I just, I do think Chad Kelly might've had a little better downfield vision because dart, but darts a better, I don't know. I think that one's hard, but I think, I think dart <laughs> could I, pull I, it We're up. all having fun. You chasing your tail here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just you know, thinking, fabulous. thinking out loud here because there's so many ways that you could take it. If you're going long ball, if you need a fade at the end of the game to win it, I think I'd go Chad Kelly. Okay. I'd go Chad on the deep ball. I would too. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, is brought to you by Sound and Communication, soundcomav.com. Do you need a video wall for your business or your conference room or your lobby, hospital, uh, university, college, high school? If you need a video wall, you want to go to soundcomav.com. Now, if you need a sound system for maybe an amphitheater, uh, maybe a baseball field, maybe an arena or a gym or a football field, your sound system needs to be powered by sound and communications. Located in Pearl, Mississippi, another great Mississippi business, soundcomav.com. Jason is beside himself. Ole Miss is playing basketball tonight in Lexington, Kentucky. Bourbon and horse country. I'm jealous that PK and Dole are there. And they're rubbing it in by sending pictures. And they're on the way to a bourbon distillery right now. Um, Pace yourself, guys. Hey, make sure to eat sandwiches, burgers, or something for lunch. You're going to need the bread. (laughs) Just go get some rolls. Just go somewhere with rolls. Of course. For Jason, it's any any franchise chain. Oh, Charlie! Just go pound some rolls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, goodness Christ. All right, speaking of, lunch today is brought to you by the Blue Plate at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. And I went through there last week. There were a lot of people in there, which I was happy to see. Uh, Blue Plates brought to you by Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Lincoln Kennedy, former NFL player, Las Vegas Raiders color commentator coming up next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, uh, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, an award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Top 100 course in the country. Great place to uh, check out the sportsbook, play some great golf, and don't forget to hit Philip M's, the uh, outstanding steakhouse, great wine list, and bourbon selection at Philip M's at Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. We want to welcome in Las Vegas, See, Jason, I grew up with it as Oakland uh, for years and years and years. So Las Vegas Raiders broadcaster Lincoln Kennedy, who played a long time in the NFL and now has gotten into broadcasting. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Lincoln, good morning. How you doing, buddy? Good good morning. Yeah, I grew up with it as Oakland and played in Oakland. So I know it as the Oakland Raiders as well. But good morning. Glad to be with you. Did, so when it happened, and because you've been, you know, a part of the media broadcast team, right. and you're always talking about the NFL and the Raiders, how long did it take you to not say Oakland and, and say Las Vegas or Vegas? It actually took me longer to say Los Angeles Chargers rather than San Diego. <laughs> if that makes any sense, but the the truth of the matter is that um, you know, look, I remember when the great Al Davis, may he rest in peace, was alive, and we had conversations. I had always heard stories and talk to him about how he wanted to put a team in Vegas. That was his vision. And when Mark made it happen, I just thought it was a tremendous reality. More important, look, my I, I have a heartfelt setting towards Oakland. The people were good to me. Um and I didn't you know, I didn't see anything wrong with it. But at the same point, this is a business. Sure. And that's what I've tried to stress to everybody. This is a business. And when you are in a business, you're in a business for making money. If Oakland couldn't get it done, and you've seen how that, that for for that city everything is falling apart and dissolved so quickly, especially around sports, you know you you have to go where the business takes you. And 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 of course, there's a lot of heartfelt fans that were left in Oakland, and that still have a little bit of a bitter taste towards the team's departure. But you know, Oakland had its chance to keep them. I was there. I was affiliated with the organization for over a decade or two decades uh, when we first came back to Oakland. Just couldn't get it done. So I feel bad for the city, but I'm happy for the Raiders because they have a beautiful situation in Vegas from their facility to Allegiant Stadium. It's just been wonderful, a a way to look up and be proud of. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, it's funny, Lincoln. I was out there um, for the NFL draft two years ago when Vegas Mm -hmm. hosted it, and and we did a show out there and all that. Yeah. And first of all, uh, the crowd was amazing, and I didn't get to go in your stadium but drove uh-huh. by it, walked by it, and it looked amazing. And I think it's a great move, lots of excitement. And um, in my opinion, it looks like with the way the year closed out, uh, the future could be bright for the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Well, well, we certainly hope so. I mean, and I think that's a way for, you know, look, the Raider Nation is strong no matter where it goes. It's been world worldwide. It's a very popular um, brand. Um, so it will, you know, pick up, especially if the team starts able starts winning again. More importantly, from Mark Davis's standpoint, he wants to make the, you know, a truly formidable place to play. The only way that happens is the team's got to win games. So I'm hoping that it looks up and up for them. But, look, the, the greatest thing I think about Allegiant, um, is it's all the Raiders. It's it belongs to the Raiders. They didn't have that luxury when they were in Los Angeles. They had to share it with uh, you know USC, who were the bigger you know sort of draw even back then after the Raiders bought Super Bowls. They didn't have their own stadium. They didn't have their own stadium in Oakland. We had to share it with the A's. I remember playing on those infield uh, you know dirt uh, many times in, in, in games that I played during the season. So this is the first place that the Raiders organization since inception back in 1960 has had their own home, and it's only Raiders. You walk through Allegiant Stadium, it is a tribute to the Raiders, the organization, to the brand, and that bodes well for them. But they just have to start backing it up by winning it to make it really a, a true, truly hostile place for visiting teams. No doubt. Lincoln Kennedy on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. First-round draft pick out of Washington and then went on to have a uh, hell of a career in the NFL and now Thank in you. media and broadcasting. Um, and of course with Raiders, uh, Raider nation radio, among other things. Okay. I got to talk Don James before we get sure. back into the NFL. Um, he's one of the most underrated, but greatest coaches of all time. He was right. Nick Saban's mentor. Right. What uh, he's known as an excellent coach technician and developer of players. Uh, mm -hmm. what was it like to play for him? Lincoln. Really different. You know, I have the utmost respect for Coach James and, and his memory. May he rest in heaven as well. Um, he was a man of integrity that I really thought highly of. But his approach was in very was very different than I was accustomed to. I only started playing sports when I was in, in high school. Um, and then I was able to, to go on and, and in college and get a degree and stuff like that and have fortunes from afterwards. But I didn't have the, a lot of experience playing sports. But what stood out to me about Coach James' sort of perspective and the way he handled things is that he would coach the coaches to coach the players. And he wasn't a big guy by any, by any means of you know, stature. Um, but, I mean, more bigger in stature than he was in physical size. But he was one of the more intimidating guys I've ever been around because if he talked to you, you either did something wrong. <laughs> it's like going to the principal's office and all the Myers that came with that. But if he talked to you or talked towards you, you either did something wrong or or it was something uh, – of because you know he doesn't he didn't go to his, his the the underclassmen he would deal with the seniors he would deal with the coaches who dealt with the players and that's how he ran his ship it was very different but it worked wow well you know nick saban among others have talked about how great a coach he was and yeah. um he had a heck of a run out there in in washington so you didn't place you didn't really start playing sports and i mean Lots of guys who stay in it, you know, they pick up a ball or start playing at five or six years old and so on. <laughs> you didn't really get into sports until high school, Lincoln? No, that's that's exactly right. My story is, is I didn't start playing football until I was in 10th grade. And the reason why I came about is that my high school coach, I was in, I was a band geek. And my, my high school coach saw me playing in the halftime show in ninth grade, came up to me and said, what grade are you? And I said, ninth grade. He said, you're coming out for football next year. I'm like, okay, the rest is history. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're in ninth grade. You go out. Did you like um, 
so you're in the band, you're doing other things. Yeah. Did you yeah. did you like football from the jump, or was it something that you had to like play for a while and go, okay, I like I like this or love it? Oh no, I didn't know it. Was, <laughs> it was very tumultuous to begin with. First of all, I, I wore size 17 in high school. They couldn't find any cleats to fit me. My first couple of JV games, I was playing in, in street basketball shoes. Um, uh, that was first and foremost. Um, secondly, um, and then getting a helmet, my head was huge and I had to go to the Chargers to get a helmet. I think it was, uh, to, to be able to play. So it didn't start off well. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was, in, I was very awkward. I was very clumsy. I had grown uh, a number of inches in high school. You know, I had max uh, growth spurt in high school. And so my knees were always bothering me. I had aches and pains, but I was up for the challenge. I wanted to. I, I thought the challenge was cool in front of me, just like it was when I learned the trumpet in third grade. There was a challenge there. There was a challenge behind sports, and so I was introduced to a whole new world being an athlete, but, uh, rather than a music guy. And um, it, it just, it, 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 I embraced it. I, I took it on. I was like, oh, this is this is cool. Let's see if we can make the best of it. And my high school coach was my biggest, you know, motivator and backer because he was like, look, you got some potential. If you can follow this through, there might be great opportunities wow. to get out of here and maybe get an education and do something forward. And like I said, the rest is history. Dang. You get to go to an outstanding university, yeah. play a long time in the NFL, yeah. and now have an awesome broadcasting yeah. media career because mm-hmm. of ah, Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lincoln Kennedy, uh, NFL <laughs> player. Um, first round draft pick played for Don James yeah. at Washington. He joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line. All right. You've done a lot of things in media. I want to yeah. know, do you like, uh, do you like hosting a show the best? Do you like being a, um, color analyst? You've done NASCAR on the track. Yeah. Which, which piece <laughs> yeah. of the puzzle is your favorite Lincoln? You know, it, it's, it's really a, a, a total story, you know, going into the broadcasting, I had no idea I was going to do it. It wasn't something that I, I studied or wanted to study in school, even though I have a minor in, in communications. I mean, I originally went to Washington because I wanted to be a litigator. I was thinking of being a lawyer, but I realized all the political science courses um, that I was supposed to take were offered in the afternoon only. And Coach James wasn't going to let me miss practice, so I had to find another venue to go in. So that's why I went into the yards for the minor in communications. That being said, fast forward, when I got out of the game, I had no idea I was going to go into broadcasting. Um, I was invited to the New Year- to the NFL Network, where I worked my first two years, and I got my feet wet in the broadcasting game from that. But to me, it got a little bit boring because we were talking about football four days a week, year-round. And there's only so many conversations you could have when Brett Favre is going to retire to where it doesn't become nauseating. You know what I mean? We talk about this again, but it was what it was at the time. I went into Fox Sports Radio as, a, as a, uh, a radio host, and that was a challenge for me because I had to learn about other sports I wasn't really versed in. I had to learn about baseball. I had to learn about tennis, NASCAR, as you mentioned. I mean, these are all things that I was exposed to that I, I don't know if I would have been exposed to if it wasn't for the broadcasting business. Um, but to answer your question, I, I really like my gig now as a color commentator, both for college and, and professional football. Main the reason is, is that all I have to do is speak on what I see. It, to me, it's it's very easy. I know the game like the back of my hand, mm-hmm. so I can tell you from a defense, you know, what a defense is playing in all 22. I can tell you what a, a quarterback is looking at when he approaches the, the, the line of scrimmage for the snap. I can tell you the routes that, you know, receivers. I know the game through and through. Uh, I was a, a student of the game, so I know blocking schemes. I know defensive schemes, all that other stuff. Being a color commentator, all I have to do is speak on that. Uh, and, and you speak on what you see. You don't have to, uh, you know, be creative in, in, the, in the way that you deliver it. 
I think that, you know, you go back to the biggest creator of the, of the industry had to be John Madden, yeah. the innovator who just changed things around by simplifying everything. And when I got, when, when, when coach Madden, uh, the, you know, another person may rest in peace, all the influencers that had influencers that had uh, influenced my life, you know, coach told me a long time ago when I got into business, you have to develop your own voice. You can't be like everyone else. You have to develop your own voice. Those words stuck with me and resonated highly with me because it's like, dude, it's right. You know, there's only one John Madden that says, oh, the lineman pulled through and he, he knocked the linebacker and boom, stop bubble. You know, <laughs> that was incredibly creative and simplistic to where people got behind it. And so I started learning how to explain the game and simplify the game, especially over radio because we don't always have the ability with picture to decipher and to, to showcase what you're doing. So through radio, you have to be as simple as, simple as possible in the layman's term for everybody to understand it, because I would want the housewife who's driving her kids home from practice to turn on the game and be able to follow the game and understand the game, even if they're not that well-versed in the sport itself. Right. Wow. All right. Uh, Lincoln Kennedy, first round pick out of Washington, played for the Falcons and the Raiders on the Out of Bounds show. Do you know how blessed and lucky you are to have been able to meet John Madden and and talk to him? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I you know it's one of the great things about being being affiliated with a great organization, uh, and that is the Raiders. And, and look, you know, um, Al Davis brought me over to the Raiders. I was incredibly gracious and grateful for that. Um, the opportunity, second opportunity to sort of revitalize my career after people had written me off with my time with the Falcons. And I fell in love with the organization. I fell in love with the family that is the Raiders. I fell in love with the Raider Nation. All that being said, all the great athletes and all the great people, the influencers um, that, that, that walk through those doors or, or grace the silver and black, that shield, uh, you know, I'm, I'm totally, you know, floored with the fact that I had a chance to be around them. Willie wow. Brown. You know, the late, the late Carl Weathers, who just passed away this past week, you know, I, uh, he's one of the reasons that kind of got me, one of the guys that kind of got me in Hollywood. May he rest in peace. But, you know, Jim Model Pops, you know, Freddie Belitnikoff, all the great ones. And then carrying the torch on the next generation, playing with guys like Tim Brown and Jerry Rice and Rich Gannon, and then, you know, passing the torch on to the younger generations that come behind me. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to stay affiliated with the Raiders, because I wanted to, to sort of pass that torch from what uh, Coach Flores was doing before me and with me for a few years as he was a color commentator with Greg Papa back in Oakland. You know, Jason Horowitz and I are now carrying on that torch, the Raiders family and the Raiders broadcast, to try to make it and keep it as strong as it ever uh, has ever been. Wow. Raiders color analyst Lincoln Kennedy on the Out of Bounds show. So you knew. Look, I'm I'm fifty. I just turned fifty in November, so we're around uh -huh. the same age. And when yeah. I saw the first Rocky, I freaked out in the movie theater. Yeah. And yeah. then I went to all the others. So you knew Carl Weathers, or you met him? Yes, yes, I knew Carl Weathers. Wow, good man, he was. And you have to share a little quick story about it. And he was one of the reasons why I dibbled and dabbled in, in acting when I first got to Los Angeles with the NFL Network. He was one of the main cogs that helped influence and get me into that, get me through the doors. Uh, he was telling me about typecasting and how it's going to go and how you have, you have to be in, a, in, in L.A. And just sort of the things that you the, – the sort of conversations that you need to have with directors and producers and casting agents when you're looking for roles. Because let's face it, if you know anything about Hollywood, you know they're not as tall as six foot seven. There's not too many stars walking around <laughs> that are six foot seven that do not get typecasted as either some villain, some – 
stud soldier or, or, or some athlete. You know what I mean? So there, there's a time where you've got to try to be uh, dramatic, but of course there's a time where you've got to get in line and fill, fill your place because it's just a, it's just the way it is. Uh, I got to I got to mention San Diego. So yeah, I, I'm a kid. I'm about ten years old, somewhere around 1984, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you're from San Diego and yeah. the Chargers and the Dolphins play Lincoln and. I fall in love with Eric Coriel, with Dan yeah. Fouts, and with right. Kellen's Kellen Winslow Sr. and that oh, whole yeah. crew, and just Coriel to me was so innovative and unbelievable on offense, and that made me a Chargers fan as a kid. That game, you know, I I wish I had the similar experience, especially living in San Diego. I would have loved to have the, the Civic Pride, but unfortunately, I was not that versed in sports at that time. Yeah. You know, when you, you talk about 1984, you talk about that year. That was my first year of high school. Ah. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago and ah. trying to mimic your September. Company. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. See, that's what I was into. I wasn't into sports. Uh, but I would say this. Um, going back, and, and, if, and you know, people always ask, what was your favorite team growing up? I would have to say that I was in a house divided. My father, you know, I was born in central Pennsylvania a small city called York. And my family was divided pretty much equally on both sides. We had half Pittsburgh Steelers fans, half Philadelphia Eagle fans. Well, I didn't like any of those. I didn't like the fact that my dad was a Steeler fan. I didn't necessarily, I was like, oh, Steelers, whatever. Ugly. But growing up, I was really into Westerns. I wanted to be a cowboy. That was my fan. That was my, and so my favorite, and my favorite color is blue. It just made sense when I saw the Steelers versus the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. My dad was chilling for the Steelers. I was cheering for the team in blue. Oh, I like the Cowboys. I want to be a Cowboy. So that became my favorite team. And then with that being said, it carried on because when I started watching sports, the first thing I did was tune into Cowboy games. And I was watching who later became the, you know, my inspiration is, um, is Ed Tuttle Jones. Yes. He wore number 72 from the yes. Cowboys. That's why I wore number 72. Okay. Uh, that was my inspiration. He was the one who, who sort of you know, got more involved in it once I started playing it. Okay. Well, I'm a Mississippi State alum, and I'm biased towards Dak Prescott. I, I know his, the, the, the season <laughs> didn't end like they wanted, but I think he has right. done a hell of a job there. And um, yeah. he's a great story. He turned Mississippi State um, or, or took them to a level that they had never experienced. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and I think he's, uh, you know, he's under the spotlight. All these guys, are, all of y'all are. Oh, man, no, it's, it's huge. It's, it's, bigger, it's a bigger spotlight depending on what team you're talking about. That's like right. For the Yankees. That's right. Or, or, or you know what I mean? It, it's just, it, just, it comes with the territory. And, and it's not easy. It's not an easy life because I've been in it. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're picked. There is so much pressure that you feel on your shoulders to perform and to win. And, you know, when it comes to the Cowboys, it does not matter what situation they're in. I've often said on my radio broadcasts and various mediums, every year the Cowboys are in a conversation, good, bad, or indifferent. It comes with the territory. It's like the Yankees. You know, it's good for the sport, um, you know, when, when they're in it. You know, every year you see people talking basketball about the New York Knicks. Whether the New York Knicks are relevant or not, it's good for basketball. They're a big bro, you know, it's a big draw. So same thing goes for the Cowboys. Walter Payton, man of the year. He's an outstanding young man. Well, Lincoln, um, this has been a treat. And uh, congratulations, uh, Lincoln Kennedy on the Out of Bounds show (laughs) on your career, uh, both on the field, but more importantly, off the field. I appreciate that. You know, I know you're having a blast. We're all lucky to be able to be in 
and sports media and sports marketing, yeah. and it's just so much fun and everything. So, and hey, I think it's great that the Raiders in in Las Vegas. We had a great time at the at the draft um, about a year and a half ago, or almost two years ago. That's cool. And it was it was wild and fun, and watching all of Raiders Nation go nuts. So, I uh, hope yeah. you have a great <laughs> week. Thank you so much you. for uh, for stopping by today, and maybe we can catch up again soon. Would love that. I think I appreciate you having me on. Good luck to you and your broadcast and everything. Thanks, Lincoln. Take care. Lincoln Kennedy on the Out of Bounds show. First round pick out of Washington. Played for the Falcons and the Raiders. Now, color analyst. He's done it all um, in media. And when you're tied in with the team, I can't tell you how big that is. Uh, You know, when you're part of the Raiders or the Cowboys or the Saints or the Broncos broadcasting team, um, big time. So that was great, Jason. Good job. He's his. I could have kept him on. I wasn't sure about his schedule. I could have. I could have interviewed him another thirty minutes to an hour. I mean, I started. Jo- yeah. Once I fit, you know, we're around the same age. I could have gone on and on. We may have to have him on in a few, mo- like the summer before he gets crazy. No doubt. He's got to tell some more stories. I mean, he just casually drops John Madden and Carl Weathers. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I know John Madden. I know Carl Weathers. Um. He knows, you know, Marcus Allen. I mean, I loved Marcus Allen. He's running back for the Raiders when I was growing up, number 32. Um, just, heck, the Raiders won it in 82 when I was a kid with Jim Plunkett and Mar- 82, 83 over the Eagles and Ron Jaworski, Jaws. I don't, Jaws on uh-huh. ESPN for years. Yeah. Jaws was the QB for um, the Eagles. And Jim Plunkett was the QB for the Raiders, Oakland Raiders. Mm. He played at Stanford. I think both his parents were deaf. It was an incredible story. Wow. Yes. Pretty sure he played at Stanford. Tom Flores was the head coach, and they won it right there in 82-83. Uh, Jim Plunkett and the Raiders against Jaws and the uh, and the Eagles. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.